We believe running is freedom and empowerment. We believe running solves problems and makes people happy. We even believe that if more people run, the world will be a better place. We believe in running because it is our passion. This is the Big Peach Running Company Run ATL Podcast with your host, Mike Cosentino. From the capital of the South, this is the Run ATL Podcast. My name is Mike Cosentino. I have the good fortune of hosting this audio affair. I also have the good fortune, finally, Dave Martinez, our friend D2, sitting next to you. It has been way too long, my friend, since we've gathered in studio. We've been either going solo or doing this broadcast remotely. We're finally back in the comfy confines of where we should be. Yes. Uh, you know, Leading up to the Peachy Road Race, we've been busy on various different things, and it's been hard to kind of get our schedules in sync to get together. So yeah, it's good to be back. It is. And we have a great episode today, D2. One of the things that's been really, really cool about the 2019 roster of guests as our featured conversations has been the just absolute A-list that we put together. People like Bob Kennedy and Kerry Tollefson, Ryan Hall, Meb Kaflisky, Nancy Clark. The list could go on and on and on. But when you think about our roots, I mean, this is a local broadcast. We want to connect with the Atlanta running community. Yeah, we love the fact that we have listeners now overseas and we have listeners in so many different states. But at the end of the day, we started out just wanting to serve the Atlanta running community. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our guest, Tim Schroer, is, uh, you know, he's... He's a little bit of, I guess, of a our own little celebrity, right? Especially if you yep. run you know, his, his race series. He's a, he's a great guy. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, trail running can be intimidating for those that have only been on the roads and they think it's really hard and, and, and grueling. But, you know, Tim's races are very beginner friendly. Most of the trails are not very technical. Some of them are just gravel roads and, and um, the single track is typically, you know, has roots, but it's not really a lot of elevation change. It's not really rocky or rooty to where you can, you know, trip and fall. That is always a possibility. Sure. But I'd say for anyone that is looking at, you know, has an interest or is curious about trail running you know tim's races are the ones that i would recommend first over any other races because it they do have different distances so they have a shorter distance typically about you know a three mile and then you know longer distances you know probably about five or six miles mm-hmm. uh, and some are maybe a little bit longer but you you're able then to experience it because um you know it's either a, a one loop or a two loop course so if you are interested, if you're curious, Tim's got the you know Dirty Spokes Productions puts on great races and and they're beginner friendly. He does put on great races, in fact, and we'll mention this in the conversation. He is our partner in a race that we have titled Big Peach Farm to Trail Run. That's the first weekend in November, November 2nd in Blue Ridge, Georgia. If you've not yet signed up, space is limited because of the fact that it's in the Chattahoochee National Forest. You're going to want to get signed up. But it's interesting. Tim may very well be the world's worst self-promoter. In fact, this past weekend, Big Peach Running Company hosted a breakfast at the grand finale of the spring season for dirty spokes. And I just absolutely cornered Tim and I'm like, Tim, not because of how great your races are, but because of such a great person that you are and how you can inspire so many others. We just want to have you on our podcast. And we finally got him. Thank goodness I was there. So we got Tim to agree and we were not going to miss the opportunity to have the conversation to your point D2 with a local celebrity. It was particularly fun for me a number of years ago, put your seat in or put yourself in my shoes, all you parents out there. My daughter was doing the race. She was a nine or 10 year old at the time. And we're coming down Sawney Mountain, one of the courses that's probably a little bit more technical on Tim's schedule. And as I am coming down, my daughter, who was in front of me, turns around. She's like, Dad, why don't you go first? Apparently, the number of footsteps or my heavy breathing or whatever it was, was making her a little bit nervous. And she just did not want me right on her tail. She's like, Dad, why don't you go ahead? So sure enough, we changed positions and now I'm leading. And I bet I hadn't been leading two minutes. And I hear this sound that's like, you know, throwing a bunch of bricks across the sidewalk. And there's just this awful sound that I know it's like, oh my goodness, I am not going to want to turn around and look at my daughter because I think that sound had to do with a total digger that she just had this massive wipeout. And sure enough, that's what happened. She was bleeding from forehead all the way to ankle. The first thing I thought is, 
oh my goodness, my wife is going to kill me by the time we get to the finish line. And sure enough, she was all bloody, but she showed incredible moxie, got to the finish line. One of my favorite pictures to date with her is holding her in my arms with blood everywhere, but a big smile on her face. This past weekend, D2, was the redemption run for her because she went back to Sawney Mountain, no wipeouts, not even having to run with dad at this point and finish the race once again. And that's the type of atmosphere that Tim puts together. He talks about this in our conversation. His four daughters help him out. His parents help him out. His wife, Linda, a big part of why Dirty Spokes works. And then the environment that he creates, the incredible power of word of mouth and why all of his events are sellouts. If you're already a Tim Schroer, Dirty Spokes fan, this is going to give you more reason to be so. If you're introducing, uh, if you're being introduced to him for the first time, you'll feel like you made a friend. And we will bring this conversation to you uninterrupted right after this brief message. Do your feet hurt? Feel any discomfort in your joints or lower back when you run? Your shoes might be the root of the problem. Whatever your fitness level, your feet should be comfortable and your shoes shouldn't be the cause of an injury or keep you from achieving your fitness goals. Come into any of our seven Big Peach Running Company locations for a free three-step fit process, including a video gate analysis. Our professional fitters will help get you into shoes that fit so you can enjoy running, walking, or any activity that requires you to be on your feet. Our 100% satisfaction guarantee will give you peace of mind if your new shoes don't live up to your expectations. Simply return them. No problems, no hassles, no time limit. We want to make sure you're completely happy with your shoes so you can achieve your fitness goals. Visit Big Peach Running Company today. And welcome back to the Run ATL podcast. As D2 and I mentioned in our intro, today is one of those opportunities where it's particularly enjoyable for us. It's just friends sitting around the table talking about things they love and knowing that we get the good fortune of inspiring each other and hopefully passing along that enthusiasm and mutual inspiration to our listeners. Welcome, Tim Shore, my friend, for Sure, we're so glad that you're here. The Run ATL podcast is something you've known about. You said this before D2 fired up the mic. You've ducked us for a while, but we got you today, and we're so glad to have you. Thank you. I, I appreciate the opportunity. This is, uh, this is nice. We appreciate Big Peach being a part of what we're doing as well. Well, for those of you who are not familiar with Tim and maybe didn't recognize some of the terms that we used in our intro, Tim is the founder and still very much the chief everything officer at Dirty Spokes, a key partner of Big Peach Running Company, and more importantly, a big player in the community of pedestrian active lifestyle enthusiasts and what he has done, not just for trail running, but for those who seek to find ways with enjoyment and obvious intent to improve themselves, the races that he puts on are top-notch and something that you need to give serious consideration to. Tim, let's start with a little bit of background. I love when I'm at your events this past weekend. Of course, we had the good fortune of seeing the season finale for your series that runs January through July. Big Peach Running Company hosts a breakfast and has a chance to interact post-race with so many people and the genuine appreciation they have for what you do. It is so obvious to see, but let's start with a little bit of background. What is the Dirty Spokes story from the get-go? You know what, we, we, were, we created Dirty Spokes in 2005. We started out as a, as a mountain bike events company, and hence the name Dirty Spokes. And then over the years, we've just slowly evolved into, into trail running and kind of dropped the number of mountain bike races. Um, but we've evolved into about 20, 22 races throughout the uh, calendar year. It's 100% a family-run business. We've got great volunteers, great, um, great support from our, from our uh, sponsors. Um, but you know what? When you come to our races, we 100% want you to feel like you're part of our family. And I think that's what we base everything we do on is, is that, that type of an atmosphere that you show up at our races and, and we want you to feel like you're part of us. Well, and that certainly is conveyed with every event that I've ever been to, and you put so much in that answer, Tim. I'm going to kind of tease some of it out. So let's start with that 100% family run. As a husband and a father, it is so heartwarming for me to see Tim Schroer and Team Schroer in action at these events. 
and I know you've got four girls, and you were kind enough to provide the ages. I'm going to introduce them very quickly. Madison, your oldest daughter, 19 years of age. Julia, 16. Blakely, 14. Emery, 10. They've all been involved in this quite substantially over the years. How is it for those of us who are fathers, who love being around our children, who would love to work alongside our children, how have you made that work and how has it become such a big part of what Dirty Spokes is all about? I'm, I've been, we've been fortunate that they, they have bought in and they enjoy. I think part of what we try to do is we're, we're at outdoor venues, obviously, where it's different state parks, we're at different city uh, local parks, and, and I think the kids enjoy that. They, they don't necessarily enjoy getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, but when we roll up to a venue, typically I don't know how many of our kids are going to end up rolling out of, the, uh, out of Linda's minivan, but whoever shows up, they all, they all know, know how it works, and they, they know from registration to... Uh, posting results to help them with timing or, or helping me set up a, uh, a course what needs to be done and they, they get out there and they, they help me out but that's that's been a lot of fun um, as our kids have gotten older they've gotten into a lot of different activities so we've tried not to take anything away from their experiences growing up um, but we've tried to make that balance my parents are a big part of everything we do even if they're not there on race day if there's a, a gymnastics meet or a swim meet or something that we can't get to at the start, but we're gonna we're gonna pack up and get there as soon as we finish a race. Um, my parents will make sure that they get the kids to the activity, and then we show up and we're there for the second half. But that's a it it, it it's a ton of behind the scenes things that that uh, that make this make this role for us. Well, and I'm gonna let you teach on that a little bit, Tim, because I know that there are a lot of parents out there that they hear that answer and like, wow, that is super cool that he can get his daughters up at 4 a.m. even if there is you know, a few eyeballs rolling and maybe a little bit of comments made under breath that aren't always as positive as what we see on, on site. But for that parent that is out there and would love to have the opportunity to do more, perhaps occupationally, maybe it's a family business, maybe it's just working in the yard on the weekend, what are some things that you would say are tips or tricks that you've learned? You already said you're super intentional, not letting your business run too much into other things that your daughters want to be involved with and other plans and activities that they are part of. What other advice would you give parents, including me, that would love to see their kids around some of the work they're doing? You know, and I think our, our kids, are they, I think they buy into the uh, benefit that they get out of going to the venues. And some of the parks have, have playgrounds and, and what have you, but I think they buy into that. And then along with that, our volunteers are so great with our kids and, and they, they're, they're they're just genuinely, um, they, they treat our kids great as well. So our kids want to be around that, that atmosphere when they get up um, and come out there to the races. They really enjoy, they just enjoy being a part of them. And, and for a while there, some of our kids were, were running in the races. So that was a motivational goal for them because they could come to the race, they could run in the race and still work the race. And I think one of the biggest one was that uh, you guys provided a post-race breakfast the other day. They really enjoyed that as well. Well, and that's one of those things that's so much fun for us because of the, and you already alluded to it, the atmosphere that is part of every event I've ever been anywhere around that's a Dirty Spokes production. There's just this atmosphere that says, hey, listen, it's not just about covering the distance. There's also this post-race and pre-race environment that the camaraderie is so tangible, that the mutual desire to have everybody not just finish upright, but finish with a smile on their face. It's just so cool to be around where you want to serve breakfast, you want to stick around for a little bit longer. D2 has also done a Dirty Spokes event. So D2, you know, it'd be easy for me to just go on and go on and gush over what Tim and his family and his team do each weekend. Give me some of the impressions that you have from a Dirty Spokes event, and then I'm going to set that into a question, Tim, that's coming your way. I got you. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done Dirty Spokes races for a while, even long before I was with Big Peach. The, um, I think that my first one was actually back when Tim was doing more mountain bike races, and he, I remember him doing a duathlon somewhere out in Gwinnett County. Um, I don't know if it was like Lilburn or something like that. And, I, you know, I, I was really, you know, looking forward to this race, but I had mechanical issues. My chain broke, and... And yeah, at the very beginning, it was like, you know, within one mile of the bike course. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, I'm just going to keep going, you know, and I just ended up hiking the bike for the majority of it. I never finished the, 
the second part of the run, but it was a great atmosphere and I, and I loved it. I enjoyed it. Everyone was very supportive and very, very helpful. And, uh, I've done, um, God, it was, I think it was last year I did my first nighttime race and it was at Iron Hill and that was a unique experience. And once again, it's, it's a very, you, you know, as when you're out there, you start seeing familiar faces because Tim just does a great job that gets people to continue to come out, you know, to all of his races. So it's, it's always kind of like a, a gathering, a reunion when you go to these races because you see familiar faces. Well, and, and you mentioned it's so supportive in terms of the environment. So, Tim, here's the, the question for you. You've been doing this a long time now. You mentioned when your kids were younger and the year that you and Linda got started. D2 mentioned an event that may not even exist anymore, but where he became more familiar with dirty spokes. A lot of race directors struggle with being able to put on an event or a calendar of events and keeping them fresh enough or perhaps keeping them to a point where people are going to come back year after year or they can continue to say the race has the same number or more participants. You seemingly have done it. I think it's because of that supportive environment that D2 alluded to, but you may say, no, it's not that, or it is that, but that's not all it is. What is that underlying secret to your success of getting these events to be popular, to be sellouts year in and year out? You know what I think? I think word of mouth has been our has been our biggest advocate. Obviously, our, our sponsors. Uh, you guys have been have been huge with the uh, the database that y'all have to help um, attract new people to our races. But I think when people come to our races, the um, the, the them and our volunteers, we've got a group of about six or eight people that that show up at our races every week and they help with registration, they help with awards. Um, but I, I think the word of mouth has been has been huge for us. I think when people come to our races and there's some chatter going on out there and they're, they're able to talk about the next race or the next series and, and they're, uh, they're encouraged by that. I think that's been big for us as word, word of mouth. Well, and for those of you, whether you're a marketing major or not, when you hear that phrase word of mouth, it's one that's been around for a long time. We at Big Peach Running Company use a term broadcast tower where we recognize that every guest who we have the good fortune of serving has now the ability to go out and tell others. We can't control what content they may put on social media, what they may discuss at the dinner table, who they may connect with in their workplace, but we can influence that content. And the better of an experience they have inside our stores or somewhere where we are, the more obvious it's likely to be super favorable about Big Peach Running Company. Tim, you use word of mouth the same way where you just know if you put this awesome atmosphere together, this, to use uh, D2's term again, supportive environment, they're right. going to go out, be a broadcast tower, do word of mouth, and they're going to say awesome things about Dirty Spokes. And that's what they're doing. What would you say for that person who was there for the first time, perhaps, in that post-race breakfast or that event that we did last Saturday? What do you want them to leave with? If you're just saying, oh, gosh, everybody who right now is maybe thinking about signing up but hasn't yet for a Dirty Spokes event, what would you say to them and, and just what they're going to be so impressed with or so thankful for the fact that they did elect to sign up? Uh, that's a great question. I'll, I'll, whenever, when somebody comes to our race, we want their overall experience to be great. When they, when they show up at registration, we want that to be fast and smooth for them. We don't want them to have to sit around and wait in line. The courses that I, I, I go out and set up the night before, I want those to be marked so well that so when you go out there, there's no question about what you're doing. And then with the awards, I want the awards to go uh, fast and smooth because I understand that your time is valuable. You might have a kid's soccer game or a little league baseball game that you've got to get to. So I want everything to run smooth and uh, in a, in a, in a, a time, efficient time so that you can go on and enjoy the rest of your day or enjoy the rest of your weekend and not keep looking at your watch saying, come on, man, when are we going to finish this and be done with it? So overall experience when you walk away i hope you're grinning from ear to ear and you walk out and you're like man that was the best experience i've ever had and we uh we try to do that every every race that we put on that's the uh i, I guess the expectations that that i have for for what we do so we'll talk more about this a little bit later in this broadcast but one of the things and i would imagine our listeners can tell right away gosh i get it Big Peach Running Company and Dirty Spokes are working together later this year, specifically on November 2nd in Blue Ridge, Georgia, the farm to trail 30K and 11K trail run. And when we were incepting this idea, D2 and I have spent a lot of time running the trails that will be featured. We did an event in the past called Big Peach Spring Break where we 
put people in a position to give us a valuation on these particular trails and the sense overwhelmingly was, man, more people need to know about these trails and have the same good time that we've had up here that particular weekend. And so we came to Tim and said, what do you think? And you can probably tell, looking at the way Tim does his events, it's going to be a first class production. So here's our reminder, our plug right now for the farm to trail 30K and 11K again, November 2nd, Blue Ridge, Georgia. You can find all the information on dirtyspokes.com. Tim has a page dedicated to all of his trail running events. And so Tim, I say all of his trail running events. You now have two series, Dirty Spokes that runs January through July, Dirty Spokes runs July through December. You do over 20 events per year. You've migrated from doing more mountain bike events to more trail running events. What's that transition been like? You know what? It was pretty smooth for us. We, um, we, we originally, like, like you said, the name comes from Dirty Spokes from putting on, uh, we put on one single mountain bike race back in 2005. And then we created a, a series of mountain bike races and then slowly evolved into the trail running. Um, it's, it's been a smooth transition. We, we weren't sure if the name Dirty Spokes would transition over into the trail running community because Dirty Spokes just does, it, it had more to do with mountain biking, but um, the further we got into it, we felt like the name recognition of Dirty Spokes was uh, was was greater than having to start all over and come up with a, a different name, which we came up with several. But we felt like keeping the name Dirty Spokes would be a uh, easier transition, and it's um, it's worked out well. I think our logo works out well with incorporating the the uh, the runner, the the chain ring, and the and the the sun. That's uh, it's worked out well for us. Well, it's funny because you mentioned that it has worked out well. And let's be honest, I mean, Big Peach Running Company, we've been around 15 plus years. There are times that we say, gosh, should we freshen up the font on our logo or should we do something with our character icon that's even more playful if such a thing exists? And then you look at the cost and all the time and energy that goes into it and it can be intimidating. But if you just put an awesome product into the market and you give people some transformative experience on site, it almost doesn't matter what you call it. If they recognize the term and they associate it with the highest of quality and the best of memories, they're going to come back and they're going to tell others about it. And Tim, I will tell you, you could call this, you know, Tim's terrible trail running races. And I think people would still do it if you would have been doing the same thing that you have done for now 10 plus years and putting that type of product together. The working title for this episode for D2 and I, get it done. And so for those of you who heard Tim say, oh yeah, I get up at 4 a.m. with my family. Oh, I marked the course the night before. You think, man, that's a lot of work. And we've had race directors comment on this podcast in the past. And you probably can tell, well, do I want to give up the entirety of my weekend? Am I okay with working incredibly long hours when it is event day or leading into event weekend. And if you've answered yes, you thought, man, okay, maybe this is a occupational calling for me. Here's what we've not yet mentioned and why when we think of Tim Shore, he gets it done. He's also a teacher at Mill Creek High School. He's also a coach at Mill Creek High School. He does have hobbies of his own. He did go on vacation with his family this summer. You've already heard he has four daughters. He's a husband. He gets it done. Tim, all of these things and some that I've perhaps not mentioned. How in the world, my friend, teach me, if nothing else, how I can get it done, have the attitude that you do, and take with me that I've gotten the most out of every single day. I don't think I can teach you or D2 anything. I think you've got, you guys have it down to a fine science, but we're... Um... Um, we're, we're fortunate. I, I do think that getting it done is, is part of that is um, I've, I've, I've had a, uh, a great base to, to go by. My dad's the former men's tennis coach at Emory University. He was he ran tennis camps all, all of his life outside of teaching and coaching there. So, you know, I was I was I grew up teaching or working in his tennis camps, teaching in his tennis camps. So from an organizational standpoint, that was a uh, that was a huge boost for me being able to lead right into putting on races because it is it is a ton of organization trying to put these together um but in in our days do start out early or my days start out early even though it's summer break right now um we we i was up early and trying to get things ready for the next next upcoming race but we've got a ton of um a ton of family support like i said if if linda didn't buy into it and if the kids didn't buy into it 
it, it uh, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now. But the fact that everybody enjoys it, um, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem like it's work. I don't think that they feel like it's as much work. Linda, maybe sometimes she gets frustrated with me, but um, overall it's, 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 uh, it's good. And I think another part of that is, is on race day, I can screw up behind the scenes all day long, but as long as nobody on the outside knows and it comes across as a, as a, uh, as a, as a, as a good event, um, it's, it, it's successful for us. So you mentioned two things tactically that I think are, are worth pulling back out. One, Linda, your wife buys into it. So obviously you have the support at home knowing that I'm sure it's a ton of hours and it's also a very high level of requirement relative to, to kind of just mental investment alongside that time. The other thing you mentioned is that you get up early. And I think there are a lot of people who believe, you know what, to get the most out of every day, sleeping in until 8.30 or 9 9.30 isn't necessarily going to allow that to happen, no matter how late you might be willing to stay up. But sure. take us through a typical day. Let's assume it's tennis season. For me, what I would say is best or worst case scenario is tennis season. You obviously do events all year round that we're familiar with, but it's tennis season. It's the school year. And I get when we release this episode, that's not yet the case. But let's go to when school starts and the tennis season is in full force. And yet you also have events on weekends. What does a typical Tuesday look like for Tim Schroer? What does a typical Saturday look like for the Schroer family? So for those people who are thinking, maybe I'd like to be in the event space, or maybe I'd like to be at least a little bit more like Tim, what do those days look like? You know what? Those, those days, uh, during tennis season, that's, the, that's the, the longest three- or four-month haul that I have during the year. That's, that's pretty stressful. I've got um, – because school is, is obviously a, a first commitment, and that's that's a, a full-time job. And then as soon as I finish with school, that's another full-time job with tennis because I coach the varsity boys and varsity girls tennis team. And I don't I try to treat that the same as I would with my with uh, my teaching job and, and with dirty spokes. I'm not going to cheat or shortcut those kids. So I we get out of school at 2.10. We start practice at 2.30, and then I'll, I'll coach the boys team, and then I'll turn around and coach the girls team or vice versa. And we don't walk off the courts till about 5:30 or 6, and then at that time, then I, I jump into dirty spokes mode. And if there's things that need to get done on that certain day for dirty spokes, then I start working on those things. Um, and then Friday night is the uh, same thing, going and getting set up for a course, and then and then Saturday is uh, trying to make the whole production come together and and run smoothly. But I would say I'm at school every day by six o'clock. Um, and I would say before that, for the first 45 minutes before I even get to school, I've worked on whatever I need to piece together with some emails to people or, or whatever I need to get done for, um, um, for, for dirty spokes. And then throughout the day, as you know, you got to find a a time to work out. So it's either a run or a bike. Um, and if it's a run, it can be a shorter period of time. If it's a bike, it ends up being a longer period of time. So (laughs) squeezing it, we, we, we get the most out of 24 hours that we can. And if you look at this event series, Tim, you've added events slowly. You were kind enough to say, yes, I'll take on this project with the farm to trail event that I mentioned earlier. Where do you see Dirty Spokes going? Do you see keeping the same number of events? Do you see adding more? Do you see perhaps having to scale back given the level, maybe even the complexity of your schedule already? You know what? Right now we're we're in a great we're in a great position. Right now we had it we had uh, gotten up to about 27, 28 events I think during the calendar year. And then as our kids got a little bit older, um, they they kept getting into more and more activities. And we had several of those races. I don't think we can't. I don't think we can add any more here to Georgia. But when we had expanded out to Alabama and North Carolina, that's when we had gotten up to 27, 28, maybe 29 events. And then as our kids got into more and more activities. We were in that we were missing some of their activities and, and that that's just not you know we had kids because we want to raise our kids we didn't have them so somebody else could raise them so we we cut those events back and we're very we're comfortable with 2022 20, races right now because after the race we still have time to get over and and go watch our kids activities or, or do whatever they've got going on for the day we don't feel like we've we've shortchanged them by any means so one of the things that your events do is definitely not shortchange anyone in terms of what they get for the cost. I think doing a dirty spokes event, the value is unbelievable, not just because of the quality of the event or even the positivity 
in the atmosphere that you create, but also because of how generous you are with gifts and prizes and raffles and just, you know, being near Tim Shore, you're likely to end up with something in your hand. My daughter walked by this past weekend. All of a sudden, his wife hands her a gift card to Menchie's, which I'd not had before. So if that was a sampling <laughs> opportunity for us, I will tell you we spent 2x the quality um, or the quantity on the gift card by the time our day was finished. So that was awesome. But Tim, describe great. that generosity, because I know there have been even times when we've had conversations where I got to hold you back and be like, Tim, we can't give away 50 pairs of shoes. That's just not in our best interest. We want to be generous as well, but yeah. let's use socks or gel samples or whatever. You are just so generous. And I think that's part of what you've become known for as well. Where did that come from? Uh I don't know. I think, you know, you mentioned the, uh, the, the prices or the, the value of the events and that's something we have taken a lot of pride in. We're not trying to, we, we've, we've tried to keep it friendly for, for our family friendly or friendly or just competitive prices. We try to keep them in a, uh, in an ideal range and we've tried not to go up or we have not gone up in our prices. We, we, we give away the finisher mugs at the, uh, thrill on the Hills trail running race. And, you know, Linda and I just talked about that the other day because we're ordering more mugs for next year's race. And she was like, no, we're not going up in price. So um, we want the quality to be good. But I th- it, overall, we've got great sponsors and we would not be able to give away a lot of the product that we have or do with without them. Some of it comes out of our, our you know, race entry fees and that. But um, uh, we want it to be a good product that we put out. Well, and obviously, as we already talked about the word of mouth, Tim, let's talk a little bit about farm to trail. It obviously is particularly important to Big Peach Running Company. We don't go out looking for events that we can put our name on. At the end of the day, we know there are people like you are the true craftsmen and women in that industry, and, and we'll stay in our lane and then try to support those events so that people give them due consideration, perhaps do register and tow the start line. But this was a little bit different. Like I mentioned, I personally have a really important relationship because of having property in Blue Ridge that it's just a gosh, a place that I like to spend some of my free time. And if we can do mission work for us at Big Peach Running Company to grow, to support, and to enhance the pedestrian active lifestyle. And when we find a place that others should be running or walking or hiking, we want to figure out how to share that with others. The only reason we're able to do so now is because of you. When somebody brings an event idea to you, and I know you're going to say, well, you're Big Peach and you're a longtime partner. And heck, I even look forward to working with people like you and Dave Martinez. But when you think about all the event opportunities that are out there, you could probably do two or three X the number of events that you do, but it doesn't make sense for you and your family. You've got those other important things that you've already mentioned. What are those items that need to kind of be in place or that you kind of have to believe will ultimately be part of that experience for your participants for you to take on another event outside of wanting to work with Big Peach Running Company, which is cool and very much appreciated. What are those other things that need to be in place for you to actually put something else on the calendar? Well, I think we've got, we look at the, from venue to venue and we've got to look at it and see if it's going to be beneficial for us to go up there. Obviously this is a business for us. So well, and the reality is that when you think about going up there, it is more complicated for you than some of the other events. I mean, when we were over at Sawney Mountain this past weekend, I know that's much closer to where you and your family hail. It's maybe one of the things that's so impressive about Dirty Spokes because I look at where your registrants come from. I see people who I've met in our stores and they're nowhere near residentially or where they spend a majority of their time, Sawney Mountain. But it's such a quality product that you put on that it's worth the 60 plus minute drive perhaps on a Saturday morning for somebody to want to come out, run up Sunny Mountain, which is a difficult task in itself, and be part of the Dirty Spokes experience. I know people will make the trip to Blue Ridge. Heck, I'm going to do it once again. I'm going to encourage you to do so. These trails, the quality of event that Tim and his team put on, this is going to be more than well worth the drive. In fact, I would encourage you, especially in early November, make a weekend out of it. Cabin rentals are obviously available. Being on the river, being downtown, going to a microbrewery, doing a separate hike. There's so many other things that you and your family and friends could get into even outside of that 30K and 11K. Again, the date, November 2nd, Farm to Trail 30K and 11K trail run. This is the first year for that, Tim. You've got some people, and I'm going to pull in Don and Susan Burkett as friends of ours, but I know you've also got volunteers. I put them at the top of the list because I always see them. They, too, 
are from Blue Ridge, so they're excited about this particular event. But let's talk about volunteers. Like you mentioned, it's a family business. You need to make a dollar here and there in order for it to work. But when I think about your volunteers and how loyal they are, and I think about what Don and Susan do, how do you create that? Because I see other race directors who are literally begging for volunteers by the time they get close to race weekend. How do you find that loyal cadre who are willing to show up early, have the same level of energy that you do, and be part of that word of mouth that people take with them to say favorable things about Dirty Spokes? We Honestly, we've been very fortunate. That, um, all, all, all of them that show up before, as you said, 5.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, They've been uh, they've been super loyal, super supportive of what we're doing, and we we've been very very lucky to come across those uh, and have the friendships that we have with those volunteers. And we don't we don't look at them as volunteers on that. You know, you have to have a title for it, I guess. But but they're uh, they're great friends of ours, are very very good friends of ours, and we're we're fortunate to have them want to be a part of what we're doing. That's awesome. We mentioned at the onset, it's friends getting together. Tim has clearly indicated that a dirty spokes event is a collection of family members and friends and he treats everyone that way if you've already done an event or you are a regular participant in the dirty spoke series you know that is the truth for those of you who are getting exposure to dirty spokes for the first time you can learn more at dirtyspokes.com obviously there's a full slew of events still to come the july series just getting started there is an event very quickly approaching July 27th, the Red Top Roaster. This is one that you've done for a few years, Tim, Red Top Roaster. I'm not going to let you give out too much information on all of the events that are part of this back half of the year series, but Red Top Roaster, give us a reason why we should be there. Sure. Red Top Roaster, will be a, uh, that'll be a fun one. Now, just to put it out there to make sure everybody understands, they're redoing the uh, lodge over there. The trails are in great shape, so that's not the uh, issue, but the, they're redoing the lodge, so we've lost a lot of parking in the park ranger. We've been back and forth with them, and they've asked us to move that race from the, the, the Homestead Trails and the Sweet Gum Loop over to the Iron Hill Trail, but that'll be the first race of an eight-race series, and it's going to go from July through December, um, and it's going to... it's. It'll be a neat series. It'll be a fun series. So if you're in a position to come out, and uh, I guess we're right at 10 days away right now, we would love to have you. That has a participant cap of 325 runners. Um, and as of this past weekend, I think there was about 65 spots, so we're probably down to about 30, 35 spots for that one. Big Peach on Wheels is going to be out there, or as of right now, the intentions are for Big Peach on Wheels to come out if we can work it with the, uh, the venue change over there at Iron Hill. Um, we, we, were, we, we plan on having Big Peach on Wheels come out and, and support that race as well. Well, and by the time this releases, there'll be less time than that. So if you are hearing this right now, you need to go over to dirtyspokes.com and get registered if space is still available. You'll enjoy seeing the rest of that calendar of events that Tim has between now and the end of the year all the way through December 7th. Before that, of course, and one more time, November 2nd, Farm to Trail 30K and 11K on property that we have up there, Charlie Creek Farm, as the host. For those of you who have young kids and for those of you who just love animals, I don't think you could possibly find a better backdrop where this race will start and finish near the alpacas surrounded by the chickens and the goats and all of these things <laughs> that you will just have such a good time having the ability to say, I finished and now I'm here with my kids and we're getting to know what is the real sweet spot for where chickens like to be on a farm. But we'll talk more about that. Of course, Tim, one of the quotes that I always think of when I think of you, and I've pulled it up so that I can share it with everyone else, and you may or may not have heard this. Are you familiar with James Michener? No, sir. So James Michener, and he wrote a lot of different things, lived to be 90 years of age. Ultimately, one of his books was picked up and retitled as South Pacific, which became a Hammers, what was it, Rogers and Hammerstein musical. So that's maybe one of the things he's, he's best known for. But if you're not in to that particular thing, let me give you this quote. And Tim, I hope you'll take this as a genuine compliment of who you are and what I watch you do. James Michener says, the master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure his mind and his body, his information and his recreation, his love and his religion. He hardly knows which is which. 
He simply pursues his vision of excellence at whatever he does, leaving others to decide whether he is working or playing. To him, he's always doing both. Tim, you are a good friend to Dave and to me. You are an unbelievable resource to the community that you serve. And you are an awesome example for so many as a husband, as a father, as a business person, as an influence, as a mentor. And I thank you for living out that quote from James Michener and doing all that you do, my friend. Mike, your words are kind. I appreciate that. That, that, that means a lot to me. It does. Our friendship means a lot. Um, relationship, it's, it's great. Thanks a lot. Well, it's our pleasure. It was our pleasure to have you. This won't be the last time. It won't take me years to get you to come back and do it all over again. So we'll keep working together. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this brief message. Shopping for a runner can be difficult, but Big Peach gift cards make it a whole lot easier. They're perfect for birthdays, holidays, or any occasion to show you support a healthy and active lifestyle. Gift cards are also perfect for the workplace as an incentive, reward, or thank you for a job well done. Big Peach Running Company gift cards are available at all seven locations and online at bigpeachrunningco.com. And welcome back to the Run ATL podcast. That was very cool having Tim Schroer as part of this broadcast, but the fun is not over by any stretch. D2, you and I have a special guest with us here today, Cassie Aslani, our field services representative from HOKA. One, One, a longstanding partner. You know what, Cassie, you may actually not know this. At one point, Big Peach Running Company, prior to the Deckers acquisition of Hoka, had an exclusive with Hoka where we were the only place in the state of Georgia you could find Hoka. So we can say genuinely longtime partners with Hoka. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Well, it's our pleasure. And obviously, you've been part of our team. For those who may not know Cassie or recognize the name. She is a Big Peach Running Company alum. She was part of our crew before joining Hoka. Now we have the good fortune of working with her as a supplier partner and partner indeed. In fact, one of the things we wanted to tease out, you brought to us and that Hoka is bringing globally to some real meaning around the phrase, chase your amazing. So what we wanted to do was simply give everybody an understanding of what chase your amazing means. Right away, somebody hears that expression, they may have something in their mind like, oh my gosh, I bet it means, and let's find out if they're right. But before we talk about chase your amazing and allow you to provide some personal context, chase your amazing, what prompted Hoka to bring this terminology out, give it to places like Atlanta and Big Peach Running Company? What is the background for chase your amazing? So in the running industry, uh, we get to meet uh, a ton of different people from a ton of different backgrounds. And what we started to realize is that not everyone is a runner per se. Um, And everyone at the end of the day has a goal. So something that they're chasing. And at Hoka, we felt that uh, we we wanted to get people to share what they're chasing and what Chase Your Amazing means to them. So it doesn't have to necessarily be that you're chasing your PR for your marathon. It doesn't have to be your fastest 5K time. I mean, it can be a weight loss goal and the journey. It can be anything that you're chasing, any goal that you're inspired by and that keeps you going, keeps you getting up every morning and (laughs) chasing it. So... Um, really what um, the origin is, is just getting people out and inspired and having that goal and sharing that journey. Well, I love the, the fact that you use the word inspired. One of the pinnacles for Big Peach Running Company and the Run ATL podcast is inspiration. That's one of the things that D2 and I have promised since the beginning of this journey. And for those of you that are here in Chase Your Amazing for the first time, we're going to give you some visual context in our show notes, Cassie has provided me a link that we'll put in there. You'll get a chance to see a little bit more. But even more importantly, we want Atlanta to chase its amazing. And we want to be able to showcase stories. We want, after you heard Cassie give us some background on Chase Your Amazing, for that person, or perhaps that meaning in your own life, to come to light. We want to be able to share that. So for those of you who have a special friend, you have a family member, or you have something going on in your life right now, podcast at bigpeachrunningco.com. 
www.thepodcastmarketingmusicgroup.com. All we really need is the name and contact information. It might be you. It might be someone you know. It might be someone you give a heads up that you say, hey, I provided your information to this podcast. Listen to the broadcast and they will be reaching out to you. And that is so true. So Cassie, now as we think about Atlanta and you having the opportunity to bring Chase Your Amazing to life, what does it mean to you as an Atlantan, as someone who's very much a part of this community, to try to bring Chase Your Amazing, not just to a few people on a podcast, but to an entire community that I know inspires you? So getting to work out in the field and run with all of you guys is a privilege and an honor in itself. And something that I'm really excited about with this activation is that I get to finally have a platform where you all that have shared your stories with me can share with more people and inspire more people. So it doesn't just have to be you and I on a run in Piedmont Park. It can be a little bit more broad spectrum and you never know whose life you could change. That is so true. And to continue to bring out these terms that are part of our history on the Run ATL podcast, encouragement and empowerment. And you're right, Cassie. It is our opinion that as we share stories, as we live out our own story in front of others, that it does spur them to more. It does empower them and encourage them to take those steps that they need to take to be better the next day. And we are all in this together. This is part of Big Peach Running Company's celebration of 15 years, not because we've been doing business in this market for 15 years and it's about us. In fact, that could not be further from the truth. It is about those who inspire us, who we have been supported by, who we have been motivated by in a way to just simply say thank you for a decade and a half of being part of your own journey. So July 28th, many of you have already heard this, Peachy's Pedestrian Active Party with our friends and partners at Wild Heaven at their brewery and gardens on the west side. We'll be there from 3 to 8 p.m. You can get your complimentary ticket to that fiesta by signing up for our virtual run walk. There are only a few slots left. A little more than 50 slots are all that exist. It's $15 for that virtual 15K. And I will tell you, I've mentioned this before, I will not go on and on and on about it. You can find the details yourself. It is the deal of the century. Not only is it that great afternoon on July 28th, but there is so much more to that package. But on the 28th, Hoka will be there. If you do not send us that name to podcast at bigpeachrunningco.com, you can give it to us or Hoka personally. We are going to start capturing stories. We're going to be start to capture those names of people who would inspire all of us. So be part of Peachy's Pedestrian Active Party that afternoon. Cassie, the thing that I will say to you with having you here in studio, you, Chase, you're amazing. So let us know what you're kind of working on right now. Is there something that you're getting ready for or something that you're chasing? So mine is race-related. I will give you two, um, one non-race-related and then my race-related. In two weeks, I am about to tackle a Never Summer 100K in the Rockies. Uh, I'm terrified. <laughs> so I will be chasing the mountains. Uh, that's my amazing for my running goal. But my larger encompassing Chase Your Amazing is that I'm really chasing to be my strongest self inside and out. So That's awesome. You inspire me. Thanks for being part of this. D2, now you and I will get this chance to kind of wrap this broadcast. And we'll do it by talking a little bit about some special things that we've got coming up. D2, like I said, we have more work to do. It was cool to have Cassie join us here in studio, but the work isn't really work. I mean, at the end of the day, we're living the dream, being able to sit here, talk a little bit about running, share things with our listeners. And we are going to share indeed. In fact, first thing, we had Ryan Hall on the podcast earlier this year. One of the things that he did for us, we've got a copy of Run the Mile You're In. That was his book, of course. That was part of that episode as he teased out the terrific content in between the cover there. And we had entries that came in. And shame on me, D2, for even knowing we were going into Peachtree that I didn't provide 
this information earlier. Congratulations to Kevin Leftwich. He had the correct answer and he was the one who was selected from those who did put the correct answer of Houston, Texas in our inbox. Kevin, we are going to connect with you if you are listening. That way we get a preferred shipping address. We'll send you a copy of Ryan Hall's book, Run the Mile You're In. For those of you who didn't win, or for those of you who don't yet have a copy, of course, you can find this book wherever great books are sold. But D2, my admission, my apologies, go further. Because we have more to give away because of something I forgot to do. That's right. Yeah, we we do have a book. We have Meb. When we had you know Meb on the podcast, we I think we even hinted or said something at the beginning that we were going to give away his book, and you know we forgot. Time ran out. Various reasons. You know we're not we're not professionals at this, right? You know, we're <laughs> making we, it up as we go. We, we've we've got other jobs, and this is not our main profession. So you know, so you know, excuse us, apologies, you know, whatever. We're not professionals. So we do have his book. And what we're going to do here is instead of doing a trivia question or anything like that, we're just going to say, just email us at podcast at bigpeachrunningco.com. And then we'll select, randomly select those that submit and just say, you know, just put Meb in the subject line so that we know what you're, uh, you know, that the, it's the book that you're interested in getting. And from that, we'll go ahead and select uh, you to receive a copy of Meb Kaflisky's book, 26 Marathons, What I Learned About Faith, Identity, Running, and, lo- and Life from My marathon career. Awesome. We don't need that sitting in the studio any longer. We've got it to give away. We should do just that. Again, my apologies to you, D2, and everybody else for leading that conversation, hinting that we were going to give a book away, and then completely forgetting to do so. I'll be happy when this is in the rightful hands of whoever you select. As a final reminder, as a thank you once again to Tim for joining us, You can find all the information on Farm to Trail at DirtySpokes.com. Thank you to Cassie for coming in studio and joining us. You can find information about the virtual 15K run walk, BigPeachRunningCo.com. Look for the shop button. Go to other peachy gear. Get signed up. Space is limited for both of those events. You will not want to delay but one of the things you can already look forward to d2 you said we are not professionals but we make a professional commitment to come back every two weeks so it will not be long and we'll look forward to joining you again as we carry out our summer together in the meantime as we always say as we certainly mean may your best miles be those covered on foot hey y'all if you enjoy our podcast let us know If you have topic suggestions, questions, or guests you'd like to hear on the Run ATL podcast, email us at podcast at bigpeachrunningco.com. That's podcast at bigpeachrunningco.com. Or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube.